Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to welcome Pete Brown, lyricist and poet known for his work with Cream and Jack Bruce. Pete wrote the lyrics of many Cream hits, including White Room, Sunshine of Your Love, and many more. Welcome, Pete. How are you today? Hey, not so bad. Hanging in there. Well, what is your poetry and lyric writing process? Oh, God. Well, um, I write, these days, I write poetry very occasionally and do the odd poetry reading performance. Uh, my main output, uh, as far as writing is concerned, uh, is songwriting, uh, both for myself. I've just, I've just written a new album. On, we started recording it. Uh, and also uh, for other people, like recently I've worked with Joe Bonamassa and I've worked with uh, Prockle Harum and all, all sorts of things, you know. that's as I am a professional songwriter, apart from anything else. It's how I mostly make my living. So there's no, there's no definite process. I mean, uh, I, if I'm working for other people, I try to tailor-make uh, whatever they need, you know, whatever they want. Uh, ask them to specify subjects and feelings and groups and all sorts of things. When I'm doing my own stuff, then that's much more personal and it's uh, much more uh, personal involvement with it, you know. Yeah, well, when you're working on your own, do you just like like think of something and go from there? Or how does it, how does it happen? How does it happen? Well, subjects sit in my mind for a while sometimes things that i'd like to write about political things uh just personal things i mean i on the new record that i'm doing there's one about my black cat you know it's not a sentimental song but it's um it, it, i do love cats we've got seven of them wow but um but it's a it, you know because we, me and the black cat are very close and so uh, I felt that he deserved the song, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you're going to do a great job with that song. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing it. I wrote that with um, uh, a very good American musician and, and songwriter called Carla Olson. I don't know if you know of her at all. She's a producer and writer, also was in a band at one point with the famous Gene Clark. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I know of him. <laughs> you know of him, of course. Well, what inspired you to write White Room? Ah, well, <clears throat> White Room had a funny history. Uh, it started life as an eight-page poem, uh, and uh, which was about various things. It was, I, I, the White Room was a real room. I had had nowhere to live for a while. Uh, I was staying on people's floors and whatever, because uh, I didn't have any money at the time. Uh, that's that's what poetry does for you, and. Uh, uh, so uh, I wrote White Room as a long poem. And then because uh, there was very little time to write things for Cream because they were on the road all the time. And so all the ideas that I had or that we had uh, were considered, you know, that, and, and Jack had written the music for White Room and we tried a few different ideas, lyrical ideas that didn't work. And then suddenly I thought, okay, well, what about the White Room idea? And luckily I had had some journalistic training. I could do uh, what is known as pracy, which means breaking things down to the basic, you know. And um, uh, so 
I, I, it was an eight-page poem, so I, I cut it down to one page and gave it to Jack, and it fitted. You know, it was right, and, and that's how it happened. It's really a, the only Cream song that's actually about me. It's about sort of obliquely about some of my experiences and how I was feeling at the time. You know. Wow, that's that's so cool that an eight an eight page poem like that's that's <laughs> nuts. That must have been so hard to cut down. Well, I, as I say, I had had some training in doing that kind of a thing. Not, I mean, mostly as a journalistic stuff, you know. But but um, I applied it to this poem, you know, and it worked, you know. Well, could you tell me where was the white room? The white room was. It, as I say, I hadn't had a place, to, uh, my own place to live in for a while. And then I started to earn some money songwriting. And um, a friend of a friend had this big flat, a big apartment um, in just near Baker Street, um, next to the fire station and uh, um, in, a, in a place called Chiltern Street. Um, and so he gave me a room in this in this flat for a certain amount of time. And that's where I confronted various things. <laughs> um, but yes, it was a very important a kind of woodshed moment, you know. Yeah, I mean, what White Room wasn't your only Cream song as well. You've, you've done a lot of songs with Cream, haven't you? We did 11 together. Wow. And you did Sunshine yeah. of Your Love as well? Yeah, I did, yeah. Well, that's quite a song. Yeah. Well, it's funny because for years... Uh, because I am a singer and, and, and performer myself, you know, and for years I was very afraid uh, to sing those songs because Jack was such a great singer and, and I thought, well, I was always in awe of him as a musician, so I thought I'm not going to go into that territory. But then later on sort of thought, well, these are actually my songs as well, you know. And, and so I started performing them and it, gradually it worked. Gradu I do quite a few of them now, you know, because uh, Jack and, and, um, and his son, who works in my band, um, and we, we sort of feel we have a kind of obligation to, uh, to promote the legacy, you know, to keep the material going uh, at various times, you know. Uh, and so we do include some of the songs in, in our sets and and in performances that we do, you know, uh, it's, it's a, it's a huge amount of songs. You know, I worked with Jack for 48 years. Um, we had some breaks, <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, uh, the songs, you know, there's an awful lot of them. And so I, I revisit them, you know, and they, they go into the set for a while and then, I always do theme for uh, theme for an imaginary western. Always do sunshine and usually do white room. Uh, I've just recorded a version of Dance the Night Away, another cream thing, you know, which uh, is also something quite related to me. Um, so uh, yeah, we keep it. We, we like to keep it going, keep the legacy going, you know. Yeah, well, as much as, as, much as we can. Do you have any of these these cream songs like recorded on your albums, or do you just do it live? Well, I've been doing it live, but but um, actually, there's a record that should be coming out this year uh, of of cream called Cream Acoustic Sessions, uh, and there's a there's 
I've got three. I've recorded three of the songs on that. There's all sorts of people in that. Joe Bonamassa, Bobby Rush, Bernie Marston, uh, Ginger Baker. Ginger's. It was Ginger's last recording sessions. Wow. He plays. He plays on four of the songs. So we've got that one coming out um, sometime this this year. Well, that, I'm sure that's going to be a great album. Yeah, and then uh, it's really interesting, and and then. Uh, and I was the one of the executive producers on it, um, but uh, uh, yeah. Also, I've, I'd done on my record. Uh, the record company asked me to do one oldie, and so I went for doing a dance the night away, which, as I say, is kind of something I've one of the songs, Cream songs that I've always related to. So is that like one of your favorite Cream songs, or? Yeah, that's nice. Certainly, yeah. Well, what happened with you when Cream broke up? I just carried on working with Jack. Wow. And, we, and the, in fact, it was interesting because, as I say, we worked for 48 years altogether. And um, uh, the first record that we did, which was called Songs for a Tailor, you're probably aware of it. And, and that was got into the charts. And then the last record that we did when Jack was more or less uh, on the way out called Silver Rails. And that did very good business as well. Yeah, I mean... it. It's it's not surprising those records did well. Jack Bruce was an amazing player, and you're just this amazing like poet and lyricist guy. Like your songwriting skills are so good. I'm I'm astounded every time I, I listen to the, the songs. Oh, I'm glad you like it. Well, what was your favorite memory working with Cream? Um, Cream was a funny old thing. I, I, they were very very loud, and and um, I was kind of recovering from leading a bad life i'd got i'd gone got straight and and um i uh, wasn't drinking anymore or doing silly drugs and and so it was my nerves were not in great shape when i went to see them live um uh it, the the volume was a bit frightening it used to pin you against the wall i'm sure um, yeah so that was a bit difficult for me um but uh on the other hand, the records, of course, uh, you know, I, I I still like all of them. I mean, the Felix Fafalade's production was really great, um, uh, and the performances of all of the stuff was, was terrific. You know, I liked all of it. I, I think "Dance the Night the Night Away" was definitely one of my favourites. I liked what happened with "White Room" as well. I thought I thought that was very very good. You know, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I like. Um, Deserted cities of the heart as well. That's a that's a, a kind of mental landscape, you know, uh, which I, I'm quite fond of that one too, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many just incredible cream songs. I guess it's hard to pick, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you just decide like what to start writing on? Like, do you? Yeah. What what goes through your head? Well, I mean, <clears throat> first of all, the music was in a way what I was doing with Jack. Uh, throughout my relationship with Jack uh, was almost like the work of a translator. You know, uh, the, the images I saw and felt the, a lot of the images in the music. And so I just translated them into words, you know, uh, that I, that's how I worked with Jack a lot. And every now and then I would get an idea and I would write it and I would just give it to him anyway. And, and sometimes for instance, um, Rope Ladder to the Moon, which was one of our more successful songs. And that was something I originally gave to Arthur Brown. Um, 
and then Arthur didn't quite know what to do with it at the time. So I gave it to Jack, and Jack wrote something that was absolutely perfect for it. You know, it was just perfect, complete. It was the reverse of what I was doing with him, for him, you know. Uh, so he got the lyric first, and, and then he just turned it into something amazing, which which was perfect, you know. Yeah, well, it sounds like... You and you and Jack Bruce seem to have a, a really really good like music and songwriting like connection. Yeah, well, there was a chemistry between us. There's no doubt about that. You know, we we shared a lot of things. You know, we liked a lot of the same music. Um, we we shared the same politics. You know, a lot of different things that were in common. You know, that helped it along. Well, I I know you've been. Um... You've you've done some other stuff like besides your solo work and your stuff with Cream. You you did Novum and you've done stuff with Graham Bond. Um, wh- what's your what what have you done with those? Well, you know Graham was kind of although Graham was a mess as a person, then as a music as a musician he was inspirational. He was very good for me, and um, I was always a huge fan of the original Graham Bond organization which I thought was probably the best British band ever, apart from the Beatles. Um, and uh, they were incredibly influential. And I was just a, a, a fan. I loved jazz. The mixture of jazz and blues and soul that they were doing was was very potent for me. You know, I, I loved that fusion. Um, and so uh, I, 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 I was a huge fan. And, and and then some of the guys in that band would work with me on the jazz and poetry sessions. This was before I was singing. Um, and then Graham, when we started writing for Cream and started having some success, Graham called me and said, you know, I want you to write for me. You know, uh, his, his, um, he wasn't in great shape at the time and he, he wasn't doing very well. So I went to his house, to his apartment and, um, and he, I had written some songs for him, you know, and I made a demo, a little kind of tape for them. Uh, and he said, <clears throat> I want you to join my band. And I said, oh, don't be silly, I'm not a singer. And he said, yeah, but you've just been singing and that sounded really good, you know. And I said, okay, well, maybe. Then his band broke up anyway. And then a few years later, we decided that we would get together and form a band. And we did that. And and we wrote some kind of interesting songs for that. That was called Two Heads Are Better Than One. I don't know if you know about that record. Yeah. And um, uh, then we went on the road together and uh, we had some great times. Unfortunately, Graham's bad habits got the better of him and it, and it, and it didn't pan out. Uh, but we did nearly a year together and it was like working with your hero, you know. It was a terrific, some a great experience. It did a lot for me in many ways, although it was very difficult at times, you know, because of his problems. Um, so that was that was great anyway, you know. And we had a different approach to that material, you know. That was partly due to the, the sort of humour that we shared. And again, politics and, and, and all, all sorts of things came into it, you know. Lots of surrealism, you know. Uh, it it it's all, always different, you know, with different people that I work with, you know. You get to like bounce ideas off of them and figure oh, yeah. out. Yeah, I get a lot from them, you know. I mean, it's not not down to me. It's down to trying to do the best for the song and for the project, you know. Mm. Wow. Well, you. I mean, you've certainly done a lot of great stuff, and 
like Graham Bond organization, that's where uh, Ginger Baker came from, right? Yes, yes. yes. So I, I guess you had two, uh, two, I guess, experiences working with his band. He wasn't in it when uh, when you worked with them, was he? No. Yeah. I'm... No. But we did do, we did some jazz and poetry concerts, which which Ginger played on. Uh, not with me personally, but he played with Dick Hextall Smith's band. And Dick was one of my best friends, and he worked in the jazz and poetry thing with me some of the time. You know, that's how I, that's how I met Jack through Dick, um, and and met Ginger as well. Um, so yeah, um, we never actually worked on the on the same thing together, but but I was a fan. You know, I loved his playing. And as I say, when they got the Graham Bond organ, which I, you may know, but I, I, I in recent years, I've produced uh, a couple of boxed sets uh, of the Graham Bond organization material uh, for repertoire records. Um, and those have really sold very, very well, actually. They're, they've done very well. And I, I've, that was a labor of love for me. You know, it was a lot of work. Um, but uh, uh, it, the fact that those were quite successful was 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 very encouraging. You know, that was only a few years back. They're still available. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure those are those are great. Grand Bond organization, as I said, a great band. You know, you're a great great writer. Um, but you must. I wasn't writing for them at the time. But they, but they, those are some of the best examples of of, of British music you mm-hmm. know, ever. And I'm sure you must have like gotten to witness a lot of like great sessions and and the like right i did uh although um when i started singing especially although even as a poet uh, after after the famous albert hall uh poetry reading in 1965 with ginsburg and ferlinghetti and everybody after doing that, then I was working quite a lot, so I was on the road a hell of a lot. And and um, and then when I started singing about two years later, uh, then we were, I was on the road for ten years, so I missed quite a lot of stuff that was around London and things. I never got to see Hendrix live, which was a, uh. a terrible disappointment. Um, uh, in in. Um, in retrospect, uh, thinking uh, I'm quite angry with myself for not having been able to do that, you know, because I loved Hendrix and uh, I loved his writing as well. I thought he was a really good lyric writer. I, I, I enjoy, really enjoyed some of his lyrics, you know, uh, and one of the greatest musicians ever too. There was at one point, I, I didn't know about it at the time, but there was an actual plan that Jack was going to get together with Hendrix and, and form a band, that would have been something else. That, yeah. Maybe I would maybe I would have got the chance to write for that. Unfortunately, then Hendrix died, so it didn't come off. You know. Yeah, that would have been excellent. Like, <laughs> talk I'd about have loved that. talk about two of the great players. Like, wow. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. I'd have loved that. You know. Yeah. Wow. That that must have been. Well, I that would have been, I guess, but. Yeah, your your whole music experience just sounds so fun and so interesting. I I'm so glad I'm I'm getting to hear all about it. Huh. Well, some of it was difficult, you know. Um, you know, Jack and I in the same room, two 
pretty big personalities, you know. Sometimes, uh, um, sometimes it, it turns sour, you know. There were t there were times, uh, and then I had to have a, a, a bit of a rest from it, you know. And he probably had to have a rest from me as well, you know. Uh, so um, yeah, we did. Uh, we've got a there's a a film that was made about me, uh, and that's just being re-edited at the moment and, and it contains the last proper interviews with Jack and Ginger um, and, and Eric as well uh, uh, with regard to what my contribution was and so that now looks like it's going to be released this year perhaps, you know, with any luck That sounds really interesting like uh. Yeah, interviews with uh, Ginger Baker, Jack Bruce, Eric Clapton. I'm in. I, I want to hear that. <laughs> that. It's called It's called White Rooms and Imaginary Westerns. That's oh. the title of the film. Well, I will keep my eye out for it. That sounds yeah sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's actually a good movie. You know, it's a proper documentary. You know, but it's imaginative. Mm -hmm. It's really good. There's also a film of the Cream Acoustic Sessions as well that could come out this year. All right. Well, what was your relationship like with uh, Eric Clapton? Um, well, haha, that's interesting because, again, somebody's writing a film about the uh, the early days of Cream, which I've contributed a little bit, but this is a, a, a drama. It's, it's, it's a, a fiction. Um, and uh, Eric, I, I didn't know Eric for, you know, before Cream, really. And I, and I hardly knew him then, but he, he was actually very helpful to me because he he actually found me a place to live at one point, you know. And 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 um, uh, we we tried to write together, as I tried to also to write together with Ginger. But the chemistry actually, well, Eric wasn't really writing very much at the time; he hadn't got into it, uh, and the chemistry wasn't quite there. And I wasn't experienced enough to sort of bring a bit more to it. So, so, so um, we got on quite well. Um, uh, we never got at all close uh, as I did with, with Jack. And, and uh, uh, But um, I've always had a great respect for Eric, you know, uh, and uh, sometimes we're in touch occasionally, you know. Yeah. And thank you so much for talking to me, Pete. Like, this Thanks. is very welcome. Yeah, this is so cool getting to hear about Cream, Grand Bond, like all of this great music that you've been a part of. It's, it's just so cool to hear your story. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. I'm Sam, and I hope you liked that interview with Pete Brown, the lyricist and songwriter for Cream, as well as Grand Bond and many others. If you enjoyed that interview, make sure to listen to my back pages on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much any podcasting platform uh, to listen to many more interviews just like this one.